Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. This week we read volume 25 of Haikyuu, the volleyball manga that we're like halfway done with. Mm-hmm. Before that, though, we of course have Shonen Jump. What did you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? I did like a lot of Shonen Jump this week. Even some of the stuff at the bottom was mostly meh and not like, oh God, please stop this. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I thought it was a real good Shonen Jump this week. Mm-hmm. Although I have more notes on the chapter of One Piece than literally all of my other notes combined. <laughs> Unsurprising. So we will start with One Piece chapter 1085, the death of Nefertari Cobra. What do you think the odds are that, ne- that Cobra stays dead, Kevin? Fairly low. Really? I would say fairly high. He is a One Piece character. Yeah, I guess that is fair, and he sacrificed himself so that Sabo could get the information out to Luffy. Yeah, and Vivi is still there. Like He doesn't have a lot of narrative utility left, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he will stay dead, though we'll see. That's true. Is there anything, like I said, I've got a lot of notes on this. Is there anything you wanted to for sure hit on or want to hit on first? Because this is one of those chapters where it's like, hey, there's a lot of world building exposition type stuff. This is all going to be super important. Yeah, no, let's just roll with it and I'll I'll think of anything if it comes to me as we're going. Well, we get more on the meaning of D without it, with them still not telling us what it is. Mm -hmm. We get that Vivi's great, 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 great grandma was one of the first D's and therefore maybe Vivi and Cobra are, although that's also not always genetic. So maybe Cobra is jumping to some conclusions. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Does uh, Cobra die on his feet? I don't remember. I think he does. I think so. Facing his attacker, so Th- that's one point in the D column, right? Mm-hmm. I do love the bit where uh, Sabo's like, "Oh, how do you know Luffy?" And Cobra's like, "He saved me and my country." And Sabo's like, "Yeah, that sounds like something Luffy would do." <laughs> <laughs> yes, checks out. Probably should have assumed, actually. <laughs> yes, I do like that. Also, I guess Wapple is also wanted to dead by the government. Yeah, because he happened to yeah. overhearing. Yeah. Uh, that's just interesting additional information. Also, I guess that celestial dragon that was murdered by a fairy isn't actually dead. Mm-hmm. See earlier comment about this being One Piece. Yes. It did seem a bit extreme when it happened. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess Fujitora has betrayed them. Sort of. Sort of. He freed some slaves. That seems like a pretty big no-no. That seems like you have to join Blackbeard's crew if you do that. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him, because it definitely seemed like... That would explain why uh, Wood Guy was sent to Wano. Wano. It's just, okay, Fujitora, well, Wano is rebelling, just nuke him from orbit for us. I mean, they have a death laser, it turns out. They don't even need him for that. Yeah. If that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, but it just, it seems like Fujitora is like, you know, a good guy. So we already knew that. Yeah. Well, but that's what I mean. So when it's like he freed a bunch of slaves, like, yeah, that seems like a thing he would do. He and Smoker going to team up and take on the world? I would be all for that. Yeah. Smoker's the character I'm waiting to show up in this arc Mm because I feel like everybody else has. (laughs) It feels that way, doesn't it? I mean, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, but Perona has shown up. So I mean, technically, like, Smoker has to show up because this is the last arc. Yeah. So uh, Don-, Don Quixote is the only other character who might show up and hasn't. But if he didn't show up, I would not be mm-hmm. shocked. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like he's the only other one, though. And I guess Yamato. Yamato just needs to show up and be like, actually, I am trying to straw hats. Never mind. <laughs> be great. The end of that arc was stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kinemon can protect Wano, I guess. 
Yeah, or like over the course of the arc, they're forced to run back through Wano anyway. Like, oh, hey, what's up? Uh, we need your help. <laughs> or, you know, Bar- uh, Bartolomeo, that's the other character who needs to show up. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he shows up on Wano. He's like, hey, I need a lift. <laughs> I watched Red and I did not care much for it, but it did have Bartolomeo in it. I was like, oh, man, I missed this guy. Yep. I thought my big notes for One Piece. Anything else you wanted to talk, touch on? I did like the silly moment of Vivi just jumping on Wapole yeah. to escape with him, being like, something seems to be going down. Time for me to leave. Yeah. Hey, this guy's running away. Cool. Take me with you. This is not the opportunity I expected, but it is better than being made into a slave. I was expecting to be rescued by some merman or something, but I guess I'll go right oh, yeah, this that's right, to the she, news. Yeah, because she was uh, she had been captured by um, CP0. CP0. It's like, I wonder well, how Soap Lady is doing. She's she's the I, I know she I know she's there. I meant like I wonder how she's doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It seems like she got get beat up by Vivi at some. Point. Yeah, I was so like she got great. she got beat up by Nami. Like Nami before Nami was really good. She did have the clean attack though. I feel like Nami has not gotten that much more powerful since then. She's gotten she has Zeus now. So I guess Zeus. I can say his name like an American. Yes, she's also gotten a bit smarter. Like uh, back when she was using the. Wasn't that the... That's the first time she has it, and she's just figuring it out, but... Yeah, also, isn't it not the true claim attack? Yeah, I believe that's true, but I don't feel like that's much of an upgrade, if I'm being honest with you. I feel like it was, because it actually got power, as opposed to... No, it's it still did, because that's when she was figuring it out, Okay, is that arc. Gotcha. She, she Thunderbolt tempos her. Okay. But she's not just, like, throwing Thunderbolts the whole time, like... Yeah, yeah. Later. But still. Anything else you want to say about One Piece? Nope. Uh, that'll take us to Sakamoto Days 121, Bizarre Data, in which maybe Akira is still alive, mm-hmm. or maybe not. Or maybe not. <laughs> but almost certainly yes, because you brought it up. And that's that chapter of Sakamoto Days. It was still pretty interesting with some of the stuff, but yeah, that's basically it. It's like, hey, might she be alive? Uh, oh, oh, and we have uh, two new people at Slur's <laughs> base. Yes, we do, but they don't do anything yet. So. No, but uh, they they did appear. They're going to fight some people, I presume, but mm-hmm. that's it. Oh, I guess also she's the one who put the bounty on Sakimoto for some reason, allegedly, unless yeah. she's dead, and then she Would, probably didn't. But uh, but it's why it makes them think that she is alive, is that her somebody used her login information and it's like, that would be weird to have somebody use login information for somebody that's been dead for five years. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about Sakimoto Days? Nope. That brings us to Blue Box number 103. I need to tell you something, and that something is, hey, I like you. Mm-hmm. It's a very good moment. You were right. He he did have to take the train to get over to the lake. And they almost missed her. Yep. But then he didn't, because she jumped out of the car mm-hmm. to, to be like, hey, you, you look like shit. He's like, yeah, but I need to tell you I like you. Yep. That's that chapter, I guess. Really good. Yeah, no. That's but all that, that happened. Yeah, that, that was all that happened in it. Yep. Which will take us to Undead Unluck number 161, Ren Raisai. Hey, it's tournament arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what Ren Raisai means, but it's got to be close to strongest under the heavens. It yeah. might just be Chinese for that. I'd see that. Oh, uh, yeah. They're, they're at a tournament arc now. Mm-hmm. And that's all that happened there. Yep. Next up, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 180, Friends. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I did actually like this. I like... The fact that the the one kid had been giving them so much shit because he was actually a huge Tayo fanboy. Yeah, and got rescued by Tayo as a child. Yeah. He's like, you're not good enough to be his son. <laughs> Please adopt me, Tayo. Yes. And Tayo just being like, oh, man, you guys made a nice friend, which was it, which is 
pretty funny because it seems like Hafumi and the girl actually did become friends. They're yes. just like, God, the boys are so fucking stupid. Yep. And then we're going to have Kengo and uh, Shihon show up. So it's not going to be all of the Yozakuras separate, but at least it's just like, hey, here's the next batch of challengers. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I'm fine with that. We'll see. Yeah. I, I was more cha- charmed by the chapter than excited by the cliffhanger. Yeah, that is true. Uh, anything else you want to say? Nope. Uh, that takes us to Elusive Samurai Chapter 112, Intermission 1336, Part 2. The bad guy kept winning because it was an intermission. Yep. That's basically it. You know, there's... There's some, some new it- characters who I sh- assume will be important, Yeah, aren't yet. Some interesting, you know, intermission stuff going on, but it's like, yep, continuing to explain changes to things. It's like, all right, cool. I did like the bit about, uh, you know, only the truly courageous know when to run away. Yeah, and I did like that, given the themes of the chapter of the series and the clear parallel they're drawing. Mm-hmm. That worked pretty well. Yeah, I uh, definitely liked it more than last chapter. I feel like. Mm. Last but not least, we have Akanabanishi Story sixty four. This is so stupid, which is I feel like just more of what we had last week. It which- is, but I I did still like it. I did still you know like a little bit more explanation into how this guy was going on, and it's like his determination to. He was like, um, not only was he tired of being the number one salesman, he was tired of what he had to do to be the number one salesman. He's like, I want a product that I can sell to people wholeheartedly. You know, like it, it started off great when I was telling people, hey, here's how you can improve your money and here's how, you know, oh, you could buy this thing and it will help you out. But then we were like, you need more sales. You need to convince them to buy things they don't need. Yeah. Because capitalism. Yes. And so when he saw the Zenza performance with, uh, I forget the one guy now. The villain. <laughs> the villain, essentially. When he saw the Zenza performance, or the, uh, not the Zenza. The, the art for the Rakugo. Yes, the called. Rakugo performance was like, here's, uh, you know, it was kind of weird that that, like, not weird that that clicked, but it's like, oh, yeah, here, you know, here's a, here's a product I can sell to people with my whole heart. Please let me, pre- please train me. And... I just really liked it. All right. That will take us into Jump Card, then. Jump Card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we talk about every week. There are 18 chapters this week, unless mm-hmm. I miscounted. Yep. What do you have at number 18, Kevin? Zephyr Academy. Okay. I have me and Revico. That's fair. It's my number 17. Gotcha. I put Witch Watch there because I found it real exasperating this week. Yeah. Witch Watch wasn't great. I think the only thing I, I laughed at was when he first tried the joke and moy just like gives him the deadpan stare of like that was not funny you should die <laughs> yeah that but that's the very beginning and then yes, there's no, 20 it, pages of manga yeah it, it did not go that. much higher but uh what do you have at 16 uh 16 is where i put Nui's exorcist a lot of tna in this chapter of Nui's exorcist huh yeah which i guess it's been the entire time but like for whatever reason with Nui, it doesn't seem as explicit to me and i can't tell you why I don't know if I'm just desensitized to that 
yeah. bit, and it's I guess there are a lot of tight focuses, right? Mm-hmm. And I found I put it a little bit higher, but I found the like insert flashback at the end really weird in its placing. Yeah, it really felt like it broke the flow of what was going on. But then it we come back to show you what went on. It felt very strange. Yeah, but I felt like I missed the page and like went at the transition two or three times, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to be like, "Wow." Yeah, I had that too. I was like, "Wait, so is this a flashback or is this a flash forward to her talking to her dad slash higher up slash whatever he is?" I think after- it is actually a flash forward. I think you're it- right. But but that was my question was like, was this a flashback of she met him the first time and had this conversation or was it she met him the second because the thing when he jumps out of the window to kill the monster, she's like, hey, you passed the test. I was like, so wait, because that happened after the flashback scene. So it was like, so was this because like now you like retconned the fact that it was like, haha, I did know you were here. Yep. They also have that retcon. I noted that. And I was just kind of like, at least they somewhat. It wasn't specifically like I knew it was you. It was I knew somebody had tel- had taken out those spirits. So I was like trying to bait someone in to do something. Yeah. So it wasn't specifically you, but it was still that retcon of like, oh, wait, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Why was this exorcist walking around with a spirit tormenting them? Given how quick it was, I'm willing to uh, yeah, concede yeah. it was probably a plan all the entire time. But I got Fabricant 100 at 16. Yeah. Oh no, number 100 is still loyal to number one, exactly how she should be. I can see the version of this manga where this is like an interesting, like, oh, of course, that makes sense. But 100's kind of been a jerk the entire manga, so this doesn't read as a reveal at all to me. Yeah, it, well, it reads as the, it reads as the, uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> of course. She, like, straight up told him that. But the manga is completely built around the moment, so, or the chapter, actually. Yes, not, no. Not I, the series as a whole. Yeah, but like uh, several chapters ago, when they were first talking about number one, she like specifically told him that she needed number one, mm-hmm. which is like you know, it's like wait, so we can, you know we can team up and fight against number one? No, <laughs> I I literally literally told you like five minutes ago that I need number one to get this stuff done. Like, you know, I have, we've known each other for a while now, but I haven't had a giant change of heart. I still want to be perfect. Yeah. What do you have at number 15? Uh, that's where I put Fabricant 100. Gotcha. That's where I put Cypher Academy. Okay. Like this language trauma thing is dumb, but it's like, I kind of like it. And it's got all of the important moments for a shonen series at this point. It's the character you've established before showing off their ability. Mm. And I think it's all... Well done. The problem is it is, in fact, Cypher Academy. Mm. Uh, what do you got at 14? Uh, 14 is where I put Witch Watch. Uh, 14 is where I have My Hero Academia. Yeah, I w- that's fair. I would love this giant cathartic moment that the series has been building for for 100 chapters to be good. Um, it doesn't really feel like it. No, but it's not, no, it's not good is the thing. Yeah. It, it is a thing they've been building for, and like I like the, a lot of the building a lot, and I get how you've like reverse engineered this climax, but it just doesn't feel good at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, I know what happened, but it's really unclear on the page what's yeah. happening. What do you have at 13? My hero. That's where I put Nui's Exorcist. Gotcha. What do you have at number 12? 12 is where I put Kill Blue. Same. Of course. We're going to, ah, oh, I know. We're going to be sending young assassins to go <laughs> seduce, get, this seduce this woman. And I'm like, this, like, again, it makes shonen logic, but like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. I do like the bit at the end where the guy's like, oh, huh, that kid looks like he's in my line of work, given the way he yeah. moves. 
Yeah, and, like that was kind of interesting, but just the, you know, we're going to be sending young assassins. I was like, could we not? Could we not <laughs> make it like everything else? I I had no hope this would not be like everything else at any point. But you have it 11. That's where I have Ichinose family. Okay. I feel like this chapter, all it really did was like, give me more questions. I think that is, was its purpose. I too. think so too. So I, I'm not, I'm not going to hold it against that, but it's just, it's down here. Cause I was just kind of like, yeah, this made this chapter just made me go, what? <laughs> like, I get that that was its point, but you know, I'm just, I, I left going, what? Uh, I have elusive samurai here. Okay. I did enjoy elusive samurai, but like we said, it's just kind of a, Hey, stuff's happening. This is important historical information. Mm-hmm. I do like the recontextualizing of like, yeah, like some say he could only win because God was on his side. And we see mm-hmm. the, the girl with the divine powers, like yeah, summoning yeah. the sandstorm and the stuff he needs. I like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number 10? 10 is where I put Undead and Unluck. It is, we're going to enter a tournament. Yeah. 10 is where I put Sakimoto days, actually. Okay. I also felt very much like, oh, this is just, you know, a space chapter that reveals kind of okay, but it's really just a setup for a reveal later. Whether it is the more obvious she's still alive or some twist on that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of all it has going. And then, like, it introduces some new villains that are going to get beat up. Mm-hmm. But I have no thought that these areas are going to be anything more than people for Sakamoto's friends to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have at number nine? That's where I have do retry. I did like the moment of, uh, so yeah, this guy's got a, you know, ridiculous power arm and good reach, but that also means that his weakness is infighting. Like, if you can. You know, if you can get in close enough, he's not going to be able to leverage all of that power properly. Yeah. And sure, he's got ways of, like, it's not like, oh, all you got to do is get into his reach. Like, that's difficult. But if you can do it, that's, like, just stick to him. And you're going, because you're smaller, that's going to be your wheelhouse. Him being like, oh, it'll be interesting to see you two fight. Yeah. I, I got each and every family at nine. Okay. What do you got at number eight? That's where I put the elusive samurai. I did just like that moment of... You're too weak to run away. Like, if you were truly strong, you would understand running away now is better than trying to stand up for your pride. Like, it would make, you know, it'd be one thing if you had some other reason to not do it. But it's like, oh, we already fled the capital once. We're not doing it again. That's dumb. (laughs) We should obviously do it again. Like, that just may, like, even, you know. That would be tactically sad, but not narratively satisfying. Yeah. Stay here. Yes. You know, it's like all the men are like, oh, this this plan is brilliant. And then it's just like, no, we're not going to do that. What? Why? I got Mission Yuzakura family here. I thought it was cute. I enjoyed it a lot. What do you have at number seven? That's where I have Mission Yuzakura. I also agree. I really like the the cuteness of the the Tile Fan Club. I put D retry here. Okay. What I like all stuff here about the same, but D retry had a lot more of that shonen energy mm. and like the technical boxing stuff. I think it's good at, mm-hmm. and it didn't have tone problems this chapter. Yes, that is crossed. True. What do you got at number six? Six is where I put Tenmaku Cinema. You know, I like the the stuff with uh, we need to get a shot of her in a crowd and them all being like, "How are we supposed to do that?" You know, we we don't have any waivers and we can't just be like, "Hey guys, we're filming." <laughs> Like, the whole point is them for them not to know. And so I like that kind of tenseness of him trying to get it and then them being like, fuck, we need to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Where are we? Number six? Yep. I got undone luck at six. Okay. At tournament arc, it's kind of exciting. I like, like, these are characters I remember mm. that are involved in it, so that's cool. Like, all of them in different blocks kind of works. There's not real, like, opposition for them, and that's too bad. But that also means we're skipping the boring filler parts. So. Yes. I thought all of the momentum was good. Mm-hmm. What do you get at number five? Five is where I put a kind of Same. 
I like this guy, and so I liked this, uh, you know, a little bit more into his backstory. Uh, what do you got? Number four. Four is where I put Sakamoto days. I actually really like the opening bit with Sakamoto talking with Shin. I like it too, but it's just like, and now the flashback is over. Yeah. Functionally. I just liked him being like, that was when I realized that being a Shonen protagonist is better than being a lone wolf. <laughs> and then I had my entire backstory after that, and now we're here. <laughs> I got Tenmaku Cinema at four. Okay. What do you got at number three? Three is where I put Mashal. Same. I think uh, our top three are yep. likely to be, um, one and two might flip. One and two might flip, but. Like, it's a real good spirit bomb type moment. Like, all the characters I thought they'd forgotten shown up. Like, the Quidditch guy. Yeah, and, the Quidditch, yeah. And, and his guy who's like, you'll be a hero, and I will ride your coattails to yeah. victory. And the the one guy from the, like, the first chapter yeah. that he rips the shirt off, and I, I do love Mashal being like, oh, hey, it's that guy who I ripped his clothes. I guess he never got those fixed. He's also trying harder than everyone else. <laughs> was really nice. And I do like that ending punch when they're all holding back that ultimate attack, and the guy's like, I'm the special one. You can't do shit. And he's like, really? Tell me how that goes in death. Yeah, that's really good. Mm -hmm. What do you got number two? Two is where I put blue box. Same. It's really good. Yeah, it, it is really good. And then One Piece just, you know, dropping bombs, so... And you know what the best part of One Piece is? There's mm. another chapter next week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, really, really enjoyed Shonen Jump this week. Mm -hmm. As well as Haikyuu Volume 25, which we will talk about after the break. So we're at the 25th volume of Haikyuu. This one felt like it went a lot faster to me yeah. than usual. I don't know if it's just not very text heavy or what. I think there's a bit of that. I was expecting more of uh, Kageyama at his training camp, but I'm kind of glad we didn't get that, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, that's this, this felt like a good amount of that, even though I was also expecting more of Kageyama at the camp. Yeah. But I really like the bit where they both get back and Kami's like, hey, what, what were you doing while I was gone? Mm -hmm. It's like, I learned to be a very good ball boy. And Kami's like, oh, okay, good. You were doing stuff. Also, you need to jump gooder. Yes. I also really like the bit where they like stay late and like, yeah, we promised this for a few minutes. And the senpais are waiting outside. And like, they said just a few minutes. So everyone's like, and, and you believe them? them? Yeah. He said they would only do a few. He was like, you see, you, you listen to them? I did like the... Uh, Right now, you're jumping with too much of a boing. You need to jump with a dun. <laughs> and, like, I actually, you know, again, that's that's been a huge thing with Haikyuu, I know, going forward. Like, that's one of the reasons why he goes to Brazil is he wants to learn how to play in sand. Yeah. Well, and we see here, at his camp, he starts seeing two-on-twos. Yep. And all the, like, benefits of that and how you have to do more so you learn more. Yep. And your weaknesses aren't covered for. Yeah. So as opposed to, you know, when you've got six people on, it's like, oh, well, I'm gra I'm crappy at this shit, but like these people are good at this stuff. So, yeah, I like that. I do really like that panel where he does the uh, the like the really good receive where he just kind of like floats in to catch it, but then still ends up hitting himself in the head because he's not he doesn't quite have the receive down. Yeah, but everybody sees it. It's like, oh, man. Yeah, I love the one guy being like, you know those moments where it seems like Hanada just does that superhuman <laughs> shit? It's like, well, look, he like did that one on purpose. That's that's scary. Yeah. I also just really like that panel of him, like, after imaging his way, even though the ball was out, like, after imaging his way into receive the ball. Yeah. Uh, was really cool. 
And then the whole thing with during the practice game, Kageyama like comes back from camp seeming to be frustrated. Yeah, he's like, I don't understand what he meant by goody two shoes, but I, then I really like the development in the game with Date Tech later. Yes, where he starts making demands, especially where he's like, hey, tells the Libra, hey, you are in the way. And he's like, what did you say? He's like, you are in the way of the attackers running up, and he's like. Oh wait, yeah, you're right. Okay, <laughs> what did you say to me? I said you were in the way of the uh, the back row set. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just like you know, and like he's making good points, but you know he's being an he's being an absolute dick about it. Yeah, and I also really like he'd not be like I don't know. He's always like that to me. So yes. helps me a lot. I don't see why you wouldn't want him. If he gave me bad advice, I just wouldn't take it. Yep, I did. I did like that as well. But I honestly, I really liked the thing with glasses guy where he's like, are you jumping as high? No, I'm not slacking on my jumps. And he just gives him the glare of like, yes, you are. Fire, I'm going to start putting higher. So you got to jump for it. Yeah. Well, that was after he kind of had that realization with the the rest of the team of like, and why he'd been called the goody two shoes was he was just compromising with, I will give you, I will give you guys the perfect shots. Yeah. But then the coach being like, uh, yes, so the greatest set is the one that the hitter can't miss. But that doesn't mean that you don't get a set, you know, and, and like it leads to a lot of communication. But that doesn't mean you get to, you don't get to argue or have a say in how it goes either. Yeah. Like, you know, yes, they should be telling you, hey, I'd like you to do it this way. I'd like you to do it this way. But you can be like, mm, I'm going to do it this way because I think you can do like, you can jump higher. You can you can do this thing. You can do better. So I will feed it the way you want it slightly. And so again, that big one is the uh, the one where he gets glasses guy to jump a little bit higher to get more reach of like you can hit that point. I know you can. I'm going to serve it just that little bit higher so that you got to work that little bit harder and realize that oh wait I can jump that high. Yeah, everybody needs to work as hard as Hinata. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that was really good. And then. I do like that shot of Hanada gifting him the the crown of like the the towel, yeah, uh, and then cutting to the scene of Hanada like jumping from the trash to crown him as king of the court. Yeah, that's really good, mm. uh, and that's where the volume ends. That is and, where the volume ends, and yeah. it kind of is everything that happens in it. Also. Basically, like I said, pretty brief one, but I really enjoyed reading it. It was yes. a really breezy, really nice read. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Haikyuu gets like that. I mean, I think we know it slows down when we're reading like the volumes of those chapters we started on that are yep. super dense flashbacks. I feel like that's going to take months. Yes. But, you know, that's going to be like Bakuman style volumes. Yes. But this one was nice and breezy. Mm-hmm. So, and I, like I said, I was really not afraid, but when we cut back to Kageyama's training camp, I'm like, oh, I don't want as much with him as we got just got with Hinata. I want to get to the point where they get back together. And that happens very quickly. Yeah, like less than a chapter. I think it's a full chapter, but it might you're you might be right. It might be a full chapter at his camp, but still. Yeah, it's still like much faster than I was afraid of. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about it? Oh, I do want to bring up that the thing with the Ukashima coach from the one that the training camp that Hanada oh, went yeah, to with the, the hunger. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, we God didn't give us hype, but it gave us a hunger to like be as good as the tall people. Yep, because they had that bit where. Uh, you know the a bunch of the the ex third years I'll call them come back to help out because they're like well you know we haven't we haven't left yet but we're also done playing volleyball because the season's over and Hanada like just immediately runs up and starts talking to them and one of the what I, 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 I kind of found it interesting that we don't see what they say like he's asking them for advice but we don't find out what he's heard 
that's also kind of nice because I think it can lend itself to a good moment in a later. Later, we can flash back to it. Yeah, we can flash back to it. Oh, yeah, this guy told me how to do this thing. Like have when him, he does it. Yeah. When he does it in a we game. We have a Super Saiyan 3 moment for lack of yes better term. But I just love the one guy who was like, aren't they on your team? Why are you scared of, like, this guy <laughs> snuck in here and is a ball boy right now and has more balls than you to go to go talk to your teammate? To be fair, that teammate did did tell him some bullshit once <laughs> about how he was planted in barren concrete. Yeah, but I just, you know, again, I, I did really like that and that, that hunger bit. And then also the joke afterwards where it like, you know, they're talking about it and how it was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm so, so hungry because yeah. he's got to bike his way home. So yeah. he just hasn't eaten. Yeah, just like last week we had to call his coach like, I'm so hungry. What do I eat? Yep. So yeah, that was the last thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah, no, that's fair. Do we got to add anyone to personality power level? I don't really feel it, but we nah. could. All righty. Uh, next week, we're going to read One Piece Volume 9, because I want to read some One Piece. I'm mm-hmm. I'm on One Piece Naruto bullshit pretty hardcore. Um, <laughs> maybe we get some bleach in there, and I'll be like, ah, oh, man, bleach. Mm-hmm. That could have been good. Yeah. It was for some bits. Mm-hmm. We're not to those bits yet, though. No. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against Wind's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fist Fight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out our old episodes as well as my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. It's a Gundam is taking a quick break between series to talk about some shonen uh, tournament anime stuff. And we just did an episode on Naruto and are about to do one on Hunter Hunter. So if you want to check those out, check those out there. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope, I'm good. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>